Oddity Files is part of the Just What I Needed network, and we hope we're just what you needed. I think, oh God, I thought you were frozen again. Nope, I'm just very (laughs) still. I'm very focused. I like it because I'm all kinds of fucking ADHD, so this will be a good show. (laughs) Perfect. Oddity Files. Oh, speaking of the show, it's episode 100, and that's pretty much all I'm going to say about it, because I didn't do anything special. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know, and I've been here the whole time. It's been great. Thank God. I don't know. I don't know how I would have gotten to 100 without you, Nick. I've just been in the corner waiting. I'm like uh, Bill Murray in Space Jam, just waiting to be put in. Oh, love it. And yeah. here you are. <laughs> here I, I am. It. I pulled out. So when I first, you know, when Chris and I first started the photo ops company. I went through this phase where I sewed a lot and I made these fancy schmancy headbands that I'm wearing right now. And they've just been sitting in a drawer, just sitting there. And then, you know, I pulled one out today because it's got ghosts on it and it says boo. And I'm kind of liking this vibe again. So I may pull out the headbands again, people. News at 11. I I think you should. You know, I saw white on it, and then, like, the booze upside down, and then with Zoom, everything's flipped, so it looked like egg. So I I was, my first, (laughs) my my immediate question was, why do you have a headband that says egg on it? I'm totally fine with it. I just was curious. It's 2020. (laughs) It's opposite holiday. So instead of Halloween, we're celebrating Easter. Oh, perfect. I don't know. The year of the egg. (laughs) Um, If you're wondering what... This is the 100th episode of This is Oddity Files, the podcast hosted by myself, Kitsy Duncan, and the amazing... Oh, it's me, Nick Floyd. (laughs) (laughs) Who is killing it on the Instagram. Every time I see you posted on the Instagram, and you will now too, it's at I am Nick Floyd. I'm always ready to laugh. If you ever do anything depressing, I might have to... Jump through my phone and punch you. I won't do you it. Always make me laugh. I won't do it. I did it like once. Uh, I posted that I was like leaving Instagram for a while because I was just it was like it was last year and everything was just sort of shitty. So I was like, I'm going to get off just all socials for a little while. But now I've discovered Reels on Instagram, so shit's about to get weird. <laughs> it's about to get weird. I love it. Keep doing you. I love you. Um, I have an Instagram too. It's at Kitsy Duncan. Mm-hmm. Oddity Files has an Instagram. It's at Oddity Files. See, there's a theme going on here. Nick is very fancy with his, I am Nick Floyd. But all the rest of us are just like, fuck it, at Kitsy Duncan, and fuck it, at Oddity Files. We've got the Twitter. We've got the Facebook. Check us out on all the things. We have a Facebook group, two of them, mm-hmm. actually. One of them is just the Oddity Files fan group. I chose a winner. For her tarot card reading, never heard back from her, so I don't know if she liked it or not. Oh, no. That's a bummer. (laughs) It really is. Maybe it scared her. Maybe she's like, this is all too real. I need to get out of here. And she packed her bags, moved to, like, Quebec. Could be. 
you know, Canada is where it's at right now. I'm just <laughs> saying, if I could go, I would. Um, yeah, and we also have the Odd Coven, which is a newer Facebook group that my friend Marjorie and I are hosting, if you will. It's got all kinds of witchy tips and tricks and things like that. So if it's something you wanted to know more about or something you know a lot about, get your ass in there. It's just called The Odd Coven. We also have a Patreon page. Um, and I put up a video this week that I totally forgot to text to Nick. Remind me after this one. Um, where I did a <laughs> terrible. I'm always the last one to hear it all. <laughs> a little investigation with Claudette behind me. She's up and, and out on the chair. I don't know if you noticed that, Nick, mm. or you Patreon viewers. But so normally she's on the shelf with mm. Annette. But today, my dear Luna, my elder dog of one month, decided to eat her shoes. Oh shit. So either this things are about to get really weird around here <laughs> or if anybody has an extra pair of porcelain doll shoes in a cream color booty, let me know. <laughs> oh yeah, you're going to want to get that fixed pretty quick cuz you know, it's like if someone chewed up my shoe, I'd go out for vengeance for sure, but oh, yeah. a potentially haunted doll. Mm. Mm, yeah. Spiritual uh-huh. vengeance. And Luna's never e- eaten a human shoe. Never even touched one. Wow. But she likes Claudette, I guess. It's weird. Like, just like all of a sudden today, Luna used to fit on that shelf down there, believe it or not. <laughs> not anymore. No. And today she started a, a new thing, too. You know, like the Chewbacca, the... Rrr, but it's got a, like a high-pitched squeal to it. She just looks at me and makes that sound. So, oh. dog time with Kitsy. <laughs> yep. This is a... Uh... This is the part of the podcast where we talk about dogs for 15 minutes. (laughs) Exactly. And it's brought to you by Chewy.com. Just go to tinyurl.com slash OFChewy and check it out and support the podcast. Get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? I am serious. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm going to go on there right now and order some... Well, not right now because we're podcasting, but afterwards. I, I actually just this month set up for the... You know where they send you something every month yeah. because honestly, I get the, I've gotten their dog treats from like Walmart and all the Petco's and even Amazon, and it's like way cheaper on Chewy. Yep. So, you know, they have to have the Rachel Ray's meatloaf morsels, uh, but <laughs> high end puppies. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Chewy's also great because. We, I have a really old dog, so he's uh, heavily medicated, and the medication, oh, he's on like eight me. medications, uh, and they're cheaper on Chewy, uh, by a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Tasha, I used to get a pres- her allergy prescription was through there. So it's tinyurl.com slash OF for oddity files, and then Chewy, OF Chewy, and you guys help out us doing our thing, you know, and maybe we can buy a coffee. That's all I promised Nick when he started doing this. At some point, we'll we'll make money off sponsors, and you might be able to afford an extra cup of coffee a week. Or just send me coffee. Like to the if we we get a coffee sponsor that's like here, we're gonna caffeinate you for the rest of quarantine. I'm like sweet, good for me. (laughs) I need to find a new coffee sponsor apparently because the current one will not do that. Oh, sad. But their coffee's delicious. Yeah. But uh, so Luna has jumped into the 
the haunted dolls. Um, Venus is kind of over them. Like when they first got here, I told you she was all like all up in their face and wouldn't stop like looking at them. She's yeah. whatever now. But today, Luna, literally like today, started eating Claudette's shoes. Oh, damn. You got to be careful. So, she could get I might have to house. have another session with her mm-hmm. and figure out what's going on there. And if, <laughs> if I need to move her elsewhere because the dog stays regardless. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Haunted doll, we'll see what happens. Dog, you're 100% in. Congratulations. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So that was some exciting news that we have the new partner of Chewy. So yay. Also, we started a new merch store because they came knocking on my door and said, hey, why don't you give us a shot? One, they're cheaper. I, I mean, it is the quality is a, a little less than the other one we were with as well. But still, for merch, you just need a hoodie or you just need a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's their website is much easier to navigate, which is huge for me. Because I'd have to spell everything out on oddityfiles.com because Teespring would just throw everything up and you'd have to hunt through pages and pages and pages to find what you want. So, for those of you that love the merch, it's tpublic.com slash stores slash oddity dash files. I hope everybody brought a pen and paper today, because it's going to be that kind of day. Yeah, we're going to test you later. After the, in an hour, we're going to test you. So, if, and if you fail, then uh, one of us die, unfortunately. Unfortunately, <laughs> and it's a rock, paper, scissors situation, and whoever loses first draw is dead. I mean, just dead people. Yeah. So, test, study. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's new with you, Nick? Um, I, you know, I was going to say something, but I forgot. What was I going to say? Shit. Um, does, it, does it have to do with our gnome norm? No, not a lot of norm, not not a lot of gnome named Norm stuff on the on the uh, entertainment front. I was I was gonna say I texted you about this, um, Coach, the high end uh, <gasps> backpack shoe company, watch company, Coach, um, decided to dip their toe into some cryptid shit. They wanted to get a little weird this year. Why not? Twenty twenty. I know. There we go. Yeah. So they have a uh, let me let me pull it up. Uh, in the text, I can't remember. It is the Mythical Monsters Collection. A lot of highlighting of uh, Nessie. No Bigfoot, unfortunately, but a, a lot, lot of, of Nessie. jackalope. A lot of jackalope, which I'm not a big fan of. Like it's a rabbit with horns. I sing. It's yeah. this is what it is. But a lot of Nessie yeah. stuff. Got shoes. We got Mothman. Uh, Mo- Mothman stuff. There's a there's a cool backpack. All of well over three hundred dollars. <laughs> but of course. But it's great. It's so cool that a, that a high end brand is leaning into the cryptid stuff uh, for the first time I've seen oh, yeah. ever, and it was cool. Yeah, they have a Nessie clutch mm-hmm. that I am literally going to ask Santa for. Not going to lie, this this bitch. You know, I I went through my coach phase. I went through my Michael Kors phase. I'm now on my ridiculously expensive bag phase that I haven't had a new one of for a very long time. But this bitch is going back to Coach because they pulled the mystical creatures. Yes, they absolutely <laughs> do. Well, here's the thing. So there's Coach, and then there's the Coach Outlet Store, which you have to be a member of, but it's free. You just did it. So yeah. in like two months, maybe even less, this all this stuff that's, that they don't sell is going to be in there. And I don't think they're going to sell a lot of it because if I were like some high-end fashion person, 
a lot of people look down on cryptids and stuff sometime, uh, and it's pretty shitty. So I think that there will be some stuff in the coach outlet at, yeah. uh, at an affordable price, and I'm just going to sweep the store. <laughs> you know? Oh, literally. I have a coach outlet about a 45-minute drive from here. I'm giving it a month and a half, and I'm heading out. Yep. <laughs> Pick up the phone and say, listen, put some on hold for me, because I know it'll be there yeah. soon. I'll take it all. Everything you got. I need the tennis shoes and the fucking Nessie clutch, motherfuckers. Possibly a backpack. It's so great. I think it's like they have a, uh, a hoodie that says like Cryptid Club or something. And it's like Nessie, the Jackalope, and the Mothman on this black pullover hoodie for like 325 I didn't bucks. even see the hoodie. Yeah. How am I? I'm not searching right or something. My internet sucks. I mean, we know that. So, But it's, that was really exciting when you set that. I was just like, Nick just gets me. People, I mean, fashion and cryptids. It's it's a match made in heaven. But I mean, all these fashion brands. I mean, you got the KFC Crocs, which are a fucking terrible idea. You have uh, Cole Haan partnered with Slack, the business messaging app, to do shoes that are coming out tomorrow, which is insane. What? And then you have Coach doing mythical creatures. Uh, here I am. I'm Coach ready. wins. Coach wins. Coach Easy. Wins. Hands Put me down. in, Coach. I'm ready to play. <laughs> I'm ready to play. Yeah. Today. Today. <laughs> Send me all. Can we get sponsored by Coach just for the? <laughs> they send me bags. Um, yeah. yes. <laughs> Be like, I'll take one of those little tiny man backpacks because they got those like they got the small and they got the extra small. Uh, <laughs> which I'll is... take the small, not the XS. <laughs> oh, give me the XS. I'll walk around looking like a little baby turtle all <laughs> goddamn day. <laughs> With your hiking hat, please. And the jacket, thank you. I'll put masks in and I'll hand them out to everybody. Be like, here, oh, let me, my backpack? Oh, let me, here, let me pull it around the front. Here's a mask for you. For you. (laughs) Oh, my backpack? Oh, yeah, it's Loch Ness Monster. Coach. You mean this this fabulous, supple, soft leather backpack (laughs) from Coach? Sure, I got you. Look at, we are taking everything mainstream. Sir, I'm gonna give us credit. I mean, nobody else will, so I will. Um, bringing the monsters. F- Speaking of monsters, so I'm not sure when I ordered this. It was either before Christmas or before Abraham, my grandson's birthday. I'm thinking before last Christmas I ordered it. And at one point, I like reached out. I'm like, you know, I never got this, and they never responded. And then it showed up this week. Oh shit. So this is a four-book set by the Hazy Dell Book Company. Mm-hmm. Hazy Dell Press, I'm sorry. And would you look at this? Oh, no. Can If I tilt it, can you see? We've got Alien Baby, Bigfoot Baby, Pumpkin Baby, and Yeti Baby books. Oh, my God. They look like little VHS tapes. Don't they? And they do. I purposely didn't open them yet because... Are they that thick? Like, these look like... <laughs> These look like Harry Potter novels. How old is the child? He's four, but I think they're all card cardboard pages. Oh, okay, good. That's my kind so. of book. That's all I read. It's if the pages aren't cardboard, I won't read them. If it doesn't have a pop-up, I'm pissed. So we've got Yeti Baby, oh. the book. Oh my gosh, look, they pop out. <gasps> <gasps> Snowman, Yeti. Snowman, Yeti. Oh, that's Would what I'm talking you? about. Oh, and we've got Christmas trees and... Oh, pixie fairies, gnomes. I don't know what they are. Oh, what a magical experience. I cannot wait to share this with him. Oh. So, yes, we have Yeti Baby. We have 
pumpkin baby dressed as a ghost, it looks like, with some skulls and a headwig over here. Spooky. And the, the this is the one I was excited about. Oh, the Bigfoot him. baby. Oh, he's so How cute. How cute is he? He's adorable. I just love these so much. Oh, look at the you little tree. Oh, my oh, God. You got the baby Yeti. Oh. I can't. And, I mean, just in case the cryptids weren't enough, you know, the fictitious pumpkin baby. But you have the real-life alien baby oh, in his amazing. looks like padded flying saucer. Oh. Because metal would be too hard on him. That's just masterfully done. Oh, my God. Look at those colors. So vibrant. But the best part, these are all for Abe, the grandkid, whatever. The best part, Gigi gets pumpkin baby stickers <gasps> and alien baby stickers. Oh, no. And Yeti baby stickers. Oh, and holographic. Bigfoot oh. baby stickers. <sighs> Done. So I was kind of excited I got something out of the deal as well. Oh, there you go. I mean, I would have ordered myself a set too. But Hazy Dell Press, check them out. I'll check. Did you get on my Amazon? Uh, no, I went directly through their website. Oh, very I think. nice. But I, I bet they're on Amazon as well. I feel like I've now seen that them. it's actually been released. Yeah, I feel like I've I've seen them. I mean, and speaking of monsters as well, and uh, gifts for children, Funko just oh. announced that they're putting out a uh, My Pet Monster Pop Funko Pop. My dreams have been <gasps> completed. Yep, December tenth. I think is when they're coming out. Yep. Nice. I'm very excited. Look at, everything's monsters. I know it'll it'll join my little uh, my little Bigfoot Funko so I got cool. right here. Yeah, so I'm excited. I got a whole shrine. If you if you're on the Patreon, you can you can kind of see it, but I have a uh, there it is. Uh, my pet monster shrine. I got like a a little cell from the show. I got a little. I got two toys up there. I got an original Aww. my pet monster, and it's just a little shrine up there. That was that's my little my pet monster area. He was Big the fan. blue furry guy with the handcuffs you could break, right? Yep. My sister had one of those. Yeah, I. Uh, it was a gift from Chris Fifty One, believe it or not. Talk about a man with taste in cartoons. I'm just yep. I'm just putting it out there. From oh. Scooby Doo to The Simpsons to my favorite mods. I mean, he just gets everything, and yeah. he he gets haunted quite often as well. So that's <laughs> always a bonus. He's got all the things. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was such a it was such a pleasant surprise, and then and then from that I got my little little my pet monster tattoo up here that I got in a hotel room uh, once from Chris Fifty One. No, from Kevin Beckvar from the Geekster Crew. It was great. Ah, uh, and big shout out to Chris and his crew. It's Area Fifty One Tattoo. The name Hell yeah. perfect. Hell yeah. I know. In Oregon, I can't remember the name of the town. Eugene. They are my, God, I miss them so much. I it's do too. fucking ridiculous. Don't forget, we have a live podcast coming up virtually, not in person. It is... I wish it was in person. God, me too. It's October 26th, which we're going back to Monday, just that one day, Nick. I hope that's okay. At 8 p.m. And if you go to our Facebook page, which is just slash oddity files, click on events and everything's right there for you. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. <laughs> Sweet. Thank God. <laughs> because I can't do it by myself. I've tried. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah. I do have some paranormal in the news. Are you down for some of that? 
I am God. Give me anything, anything paranormal. <sighs> I, if if all news was paranormal, I'd be happy person. Well, this is a little bit of true, a lot of true crime mixed with some paranormal. Oh shoot! I don't know if you heard that um, Netflix dropped a documentary about Chris Watts k- killing his family. Um, terrible, terrible story. I'd heard of a long time ago. Um, it killed his pregnant wife and his two daughters. Is he the wrestler? Mm-mm. He's just some guy out in Colorado. I'm trying to think. These documentaries just come out like. They do. They They do. I didn't even know it was coming out until like the day before. So the reason why I bring this up, first, I tried to watch it, and I'm going to have to try again tomorrow before I record for Miss Murder, but it is done so beautifully in a way that I'm like, I couldn't watch anymore. You know what I'm saying? That takes a lot for this bitch. But they, they took video. I guess she was a huge Facebook Live live girl and they took these videos of her just talking about herself talking about her family and then they cut to this everything's either her facebook stuff or the body cams from the police from the moment they realized she and her girls were missing but the buzz that brings the paranormal into all of this is all of the evps that these body cams picked up on full-on sentences, but it sounds just like her. There's one point, there's uh, two ladies walking around with canine dogs, of course, um, into this closet, and you hear the dogs panning, and you hear the ladies talking, and then all of a sudden you hear a little girl giggle, and they hear it. Oh, my God. And they're like, what was that? Is this this in the documentary? I mean, I didn't get to that part yet. I saw the one guy who took all these clicks and put them together and, and... put it on the YouTubes. But yeah, and the the ladies are like going into this closet and like, did we step on a toy? What could you heard that, right? That's the only one that you know, the people heard real time. Um, There was some claims that there were some spirits caught. There's no way. I looked at them. There are reflections of people you don't see in the shot. There's, you know, things getting in the way shadows, this, that and the other. It's none of that seemed real to me. But just so many EVPs. It was mind-blowing. That's insane. Yeah. So I posted the link to that YouTube video in the Facebook fan group for Oddity Files. So if you want to check it out there. Um, I'm still going to try to make it through this documentary. It's... it's, (sighs) Whoever put this together... I mean, I'm just watching it going... I, I'm falling in love with this girl who's just adorable in this ball of sunshine on her Facebook lives, and and I know she's going to die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they did a really good job. Jeez. You, like, got to know her. Oh, man, that sounds that sounds really bleak. I know. I, I, was, I just Googled uh, to see who this guy was, what his story was, and, like, the first news story that came up was... Uh, uh, killer Chris Watts is, quote, in a dark place following release of new Netflix documentary. Now, fuck you, Chris Watts. Of course. Yeah. Maybe uh, if you didn't kill people, you wouldn't be in a fucking dark place. Yeah. Sorry. It's uh, it was it's a shocking headline to read for sure. But uh, it uh, he's he's unsettled by it. Uh, which Yes, is that's like, what I read. He's unsettled. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe don't kill people, especially your daughters and your pregnant wife. Yeah, if someone's trying to like explain your story to a brand new audience of people who probably like didn't see your story 
in the in the chaos of all of the news and all this you know bad stuff happening it's like sucks to suck dude you're a dick like exactly <laughs> couldn't have said it better myself I sucks mean, to suck you're a dick yeah it's uh it's like the same i mean it, i hate to bring her up but you know carol baskin if she had a whole documentary made about her and they found her, you know, found out she was involved and they made a whole show about it and she went to jail. It's like, maybe you shouldn't have done that. You know, maybe you. Right. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. You, you lost your right to feel anything about yeah. this when you did it. Yeah. Oh, man, that's infuriating. I feel like I, I feel like I'd be curious if I saw a trailer. But now knowing this specific piece that like he's unsettled by, I'm like, oh, man, I. Like watching that would be so now tough. you want to watch it. <laughs> I like do, but I'm just like, oh, it's gonna be a tough sit down for sure. This true crime addict didn't make it through, so it is unsettling. It yeah. really is. It's just, it's just the filmmakers did such a great job to make you feel in the moment of when this was going on. I, I turned it off. I'm like, I don't know if I've said out loud to myself, I don't know if I can watch the rest of this. Yeah, I I like a good conspiracy. I mean, even the the um, oh my gosh, what was it called? It was the one where about the family who who kidnapped the pizza guy and put the bomb on his neck and made him rob the bank. Oh yes, that one was. It was so crazy that it like kept me glued, but also like there were moments where I was like, oh my god, I don't I don't enjoy this at all. Um, yeah. But it was it was just enough surface level. Like this shit is so insane. Uh, but like this one you're talking about, I, I it would be it would be tough to sit through if they're like, yeah, it would be hard because like knowing he was sentenced and knowing what he did, like having that idea, there is no conspiracy. There is it's just a straight up like we're telling you the story of this guy who did something horrible, yeah. who had an affair and killed his family. Yeah. I mean it. I don't it's need a that. Story as old as time, sadly. Ugh. Um, but I don't I don't know. I'm I I live for true crime. You know that. It's oh, anytime yeah. I can tie true crime in with paranormal, I am so excited. Um, that's why I brought this up. But I'm not recommending anybody watch this. It's tough. And I am a seasoned, hardcore, have no feelings kind of bitch, and this one hurt. So yeah, seems unpleasant. Doesn't seem doesn't really seem like the kind of like I just finished binging Ted Lasso on Apple TV, which made me feel like a hundred times better in life. So I think the last thing I need to do is turn this on and be like, oh great, let's go backwards <laughs> <No>. in time. <laughs> However, last week the haunting of Bly House came out, and I still haven't watched it yet. So no spoilers from anybody out there until I but I'm so fucking excited. Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm uh yeah. Bring it on. Bring it on. I love Haunted House stuff so much, and this just seems like another great Haunted House story. So sign me up. I did watch, because, you know, I felt I had to get on Nick's level. I watched an Italian horror film on Netflix. Oh. um, Loosely translated as The Binding. Oh, I heard it was good. It was. It was very good. I had to figure out how to go in and put the... What do they call it where they talk English, but they're not really talking English? The dubbing, the English dub? Yes. Mm -hmm. I figured out how to make them say English so I didn't have to actually read everything. (laughs) 
So it wasn't nearly as fancy as it sounded when it first came out of my mouth. But it was good. It was fun. It was a couple jump scares here and there, which I'm a big fan of. And the main guy in it looks so familiar to me. There's no way I'd know him. I don't watch like Italian movies. Yeah. But if anybody knows who he is, let me know. Foreign horror movies are some of the best. And my secret to everybody is just just put subtitles on everything. I'm like secretly 95 years old. So I watch shit with subtitles every day. So putting on a foreign movie, because I was really big into like French musicals for a short bit this year. And it was so easy because I just like being home so often, I'm watching more stuff and consuming more stuff and I'm watching it with subtitles on. And uh, it's just so easy. They're like, oh, foreign movie. Let's go ahead and put this on. And it feels like I'm watching just a normal movie. It's great. <laughs> now, we do as well. We are, you know, ancient. Um, that's why we have subtitles on for everything. So as they were speaking in English, I was also reading the subtitles in English. So And they were different, and it was making me crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the dubs are usually so rough because it's just, it's sometimes it's like not even close to uh, no. how it's translated via subtitles. It's it's crazy. It's, it's fun to watch. But it was a good, it was good. It was, it had a lot of, La Llorona vibes to it. You know, you have the mother and this, that, and then the guy, whoever the guy was, who seems familiar to me, the lady who played his mother was terrifying. I love it. I think I have covered everything. Give a shout out real quick to our Patreon producers, which are Doug Maldenlock, Ryan Hoke, and Donald Blanchflower. Check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash oddityfiles. That's where you can watch this episode as well as listen to it's it. totally worth it. I have no fucking clue who goes first. I don't either. I, I, You know, I was like thinking about it before I came down to set up everything. And I was just like, I, I don't know. I really don't. I will check Apple Podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> it is me. Hey. So I had a hell of a time coming up with a subject for this one (laughs) you're not the only one (laughs) oh god it was so hard i mean i didn't finish this till like three hours before we started recording because i was going i started writing another story and i'm like i just i told you i'm adhd today i just couldn't concentrate on it um but this is my second story I'm writing for the 100th episode. Hey. Okay, like I said, the second story. I was up pretty late with a pup with a tummy ache, and I went to bed around two, and I heard Chris get up with her at about four. So it was a uh, rough night around here. Oh, last no. Night. Yes, she got into my lip balm, my pawpaw lip balm from Australia. Oh. And it's supposed to be all natural, so we're just giving her lots of rice. Anyway, rice and pumpkin, tinyurl.com slash OF Chewy. (laughs) Anyway, um, so today I'm going to tell you the story of Nostradamus, which isn't a haunting or a cryptid and not even an alien. But this motherfucker has creeped me out for most of my life. Anytime I see a special on Michael D. Nostradam, I usually nope my way right out of it. So those that don't know who he is, he was born in 1503 and died in 1566. I'm assuming that was a really long life in the 1500s, so what was he like? 
Yeah, in his 60s. He was one of nine children raised in France. He went off to college at age 14 until the college actually shut down. So he went on to work at an apothecary, which back then was an acute little artisan shop owned by the cutest gay couple in Schitt's Creek. It was an early pharmacist, if you will, making and distributing drugs from plants to patients and doctors alike. So he finally goes back to school and then gets kicked out of school for being an apothecary because it was viewed as manual labor. You know, real life shit. Heaven forbid in the 1500s, you can't go to college if you did any manual labor. So he did eventually become famous for creating a rose pill that reportedly protected against the plague. So the apothecary life paid off. So he got married, had two children. All three died from the plague. I'm assuming this was before he invented the oh, rose I, pill. I hope so. <laughs> Good God. I know. So um, he did He did invent the pill after that with prominent physician Louis Serry. In 1547, he settled in Salon de Provence in the house which, in a house that still exists today. He married a rich widow named Anne Ponsrande with whom he had six children, three daughters, and three sons. The Brady Bunch. He's not playing around. I know. So we've got Apocathery, um, very fertile man as well, um, comes up with a cure for the plague at the time. Big deal. But after a visit to Italy, Nostradamus began to move away from medicine and toward the occult. He, and it says he could have dabbled in because, I mean, it was the 1500s. There's no fucking records from back then. But he could have dabbled in horoscopes, necromancy, scrying, and good luck charms. Following popular trends, he wrote an almanac for 1550 for the first time in print, listing his name as Nostradamus. So he dropped all the other names and now he's just Nostradamus. <laughs> He was so encouraged by the almanac's success, apparently these almanacs were just flying off the shelves, um, that he decided to write one or more annually. So Nostradamus was becoming a big deal. Uh, Taken together, they are known to have contained at least 6,338 prophecies, as well as at least 11 annual calendars, all of them starting on January 1st and not as is sometimes supposed in March back in the 1500s. Nothing dirty yet, right? No, nothing dirty. All very clean. Because okay. <laughs> I wouldn't even know. <laughs> so, the 16th century apothecary and astrologer's status as a reputed seer allowed him to solicit patronage from wealthy and prominent individuals like Catherine de Medici, the Queen of France. So Nostradamus's star didn't fade after his death in 1566. His works have continued to attract adherents who have connected with his writings to earth-shattering events like the rays of Adolf Hitler and the 9-11 attacks. 
So if you haven't figured out who Nostradamus is yet, he's the guy who everybody says predicted Hitler, predicted 9-11, predicted JFK's assassination. And we're about to get into those actual predictions. And you'll have to weigh in, Nick, on if you think they vibe with what the predictions really were. Uh, oh, I, I talk Nostradamus all day. Let's go. Oh, this, man, this motherfucker scared me for 40 years. I'll oh, get me into too. that at the end. Me too. <laughs> okay, so biographer Peter Lemusier concludes that Nostradamus believed that history repeats himself, which, I mean, it does, and used the technique of projecting past events into the future in order to make realistic-sounding claims. Makes sense. What's more, scholars have argued the modern translations of Nostradamus' writings are sloppy and unreliable, which I believe that too. Yeah. With all that in mind, here's a look back at some of Nostradamus' most famous predictions. So let's start with the little guy, Hitler. <laughs> the prediction was, from the depths of the west of Europe, a young child will be born of poor people who by his tongue will seduce a great troop. His fame will increase towards the realm of the East. And then there's another one that they said had to do with Hitler as well, and it was, beasts ferocious with hunger will cross the rivers. The greater part of the battlefield will be against Hister. Into a cage of iron will the great one be drawn when the child of Germany observes nothing. So a little recap on what happened, like for real. On April 20th, 1889, Adolf Hitler was born in Austria, which is a, in Western Europe. But his family was middle class and not poor people. Hitler did rise to power in part due to his odory abilities, by his tongue will seduce, and did initiate World War II, a great troop, by invading Poland, some Nostradamus supporters have poisted that Heister is a misspelling of Hitler, but it's actually the Latin term for D-A-N-U-B-E, Danube. Oh, yeah. So I feel like it's all stretched. and I'm not scared of him anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, what like... What about you? I mean, here's... And I don't want to jump too far ahead here, but I think the thing is, is like... Even even from back then, I mean, you're looking at like it's all really like a commentary on society and and where it's heading, and yeah. it's kind of easy if you really have nothing else to do. Uh, and honestly, I think it's easier now than it is ever before for there to be another Nostradamus to come out based on like social media uh, trends and and the way people communicate to each other and everything. I mean, you know, especially this year. I think this year's been a great. Uh, platform for people to look ahead and be like oh this is what like i can predict what's going to happen in november i mean i can predict who's going to win the goddamn oscars but it doesn't make me nostradamus you know i think right it's for the specific the the hitler comparison and prediction i think both are very vague and i think both are very um obvious in the time i think we always have the same repetition of events and people is like there will always be corrupt people who are hungry for power, who usually come from a low or middle class. 
like mm-hmm. it's especially then like even in like the 15 1600s you're basing everything you know off of what came before you right. and even back then shit was even crazier and so i think yeah. like it is a i think it's a stretch i think it's like vague statements who yeah just happen to like something you're like oh this makes it's like the bible you know Literally, <laughs> like, I, I, don't I wasn't gonna go there, but I'm so glad you did. I, I don't want. I'm not trying to offend anybody here, but I'm just saying. I right. think that I think that there there are a lot of very good good religious folk in the world. Um, right. I think there are also a lot of people who interpret these lines, these these scripts, these uh, verses in this in this mm-hmm. book to be whatever they want it to be. Uh, as good or evil as they want it to to be, and it's like it's your own interpret. It's it's you try to figure out what it might, how it fits. Yeah, I could literally say right now, like a beast from the north will rise and rip apart the southern people. I could say that right now, yeah. and in a hundred years. Some yeah. shit will happen where that one piece of that one line will yeah. be like, "Oh my god, remember a hundred years ago he said this thing." Remember Nick Floyd oh said <laughs> he was a prophet. <laughs> Just like so, let's let's do a couple more that that um. So, like I, I had mentioned, the assassination of John F. Kennedy and Bobby Kennedy. The prediction yeah. was a great man will be struck down in the day by a thunderbolt. An evil deed foretold by the bearer of a petition. According to the prediction, another falls at nighttime. Conflict at Reims, London, and pestilence in Tuscany. They had me until you start talking Reims, London, and Tuscany. But anyway, so what happened is President John Kennedy, a great man, received numerous death threats, a.k.a. petition, over the course of his presidency. While visiting Dallas on November 20th, 1963, as we all know, the president was gunned down, a.k.a. Thunderbolt, which, I mean, did they have guns in the 1500s? I don't think so. I think that was still like bow and arrows. I don't know. I'm making shit up. (laughs) So the assassination shocked and devastated the nation, of course. And then his brother, Bobby Kennedy, was later assassinated just after midnight on June 5th, 1968. And the prediction was another falls at nighttime which could mean anything the conflict of reams in london and sickness in tuscany however doesn't fit with the assassination of the kennedys in any way shape or form jesus christ i, I mean i feel like it's like a figure of speech like thunderbolt or or whatever like a thunderbolt thunderbolt and lightning very very frightening galilei i'm sorry Maybe that's where Tuscany comes into play. They were predicting that song. The Bohemian Rhapsody. That's what he was predicting. Yeah. Uh, again, I think it's a historical thing. I think even back then, what came before was a uh, struggle for power. People trying to assassinate people in power. It's it's just like if you look at history and know what happened, especially with them studying medicine, uh, yeah. I just like it's just kind of feels like common knowledge again where it's i don't know it's it 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 just feels so 
I don't know. I, if there was yeah, something... No, I'm totally with you on this. And my grandfather had many words of wisdom. One of them was, history repeats itself. That's why you have to study your history and your social studies. Because I'd look at him and go, I don't understand why I have to do this. So we don't repeat history. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, you have to know. I, I think you have to know. And it is, and I'm a huge believer of... of uh, manifestation and uh, of events and i do am a huge believer in like if you don't know history history can't repeat itself it's like you yeah. have to, you have to know history in order for to, to stop it from repeating itself and that's on you uh, right. and when history does repeat itself it means enough people didn't know about the past yep absolutely so it's mumbo jumbo like he had a midlife crisis <laughs> Yeah. Well, and then this specific one made me think of, did you ever see that comparison of like Lincoln and Kennedy? Like Lincoln had a secretary named Kennedy and Kennedy had a secretary named Lincoln. And it's like this huge list of things that cross over the that were similar for the both of them in weird, odd ways. I'll have to find it and see if I can post it in the um the facebook group but that's what that made me think of again it's like you know what are the chances that the secretary's name was kennedy and his secretary's name was lincoln it's crazy but it still means nothing yeah it it absolutely does like what are the chances of you getting a job in an office and there being another person named kitsy or me going and there being another person named nick it's like it's it doesn't mean anything no not at all (laughs) Maybe it does. I don't so, know. around September 11th, 2001, Nostradamus came to light again. And the saying was Earth shaking fire from the center of the earth will cause tremors around the new city. Two great rocks will war for a long time. Then, Aruthisa. A-R-E-T-H-U-S-A, Aruthsa, will redden a new river. What happened on the morning of September 11, 2001, the two towers, two great rocks of the World Trade Center in New York City, the new city, collapsed after Al-Qaeda terrorists crashed, hijacked passenger planes into the buildings. Nostradamus's prediction about the fire from the center of the earth doesn't connect with anything pertaining to 9-11. However, the new monument where the lights are coming up out of the ground, out of, anybody can do this. That could be the fire out of the center of the earth. Yeah, I mean, it could. And I think about Pompeii. I mean, I think about Pompeii being a city that was exactly that. Like, he, he basically described Pompeii happening, and it's like, is he just describing things that have happened once, and then he he looked at it from an educated perspective and been like, "Well, this is this is the world. The world is going to change. There are things that yeah. cannot happen, but might happen again. So I'm going to write them all down in a book. And yeah. if they happen, they happen. If they don't, in my lifetime, they don't. And yeah. that's the risk you take. Uh, exactly. Exactly. So it's like being um, a weatherman, you know. Yeah. <laughs> This is just a few of the many people have said of his predictions that have come true. There was like the London Tower burning. There was a couple other ones, which, you know, I recently did the story about London Tower. So I was not even going to pull that into all this because 
who needs to go full circle when you're talking Nostradamus? (laughs) Um, But I remember as a kid, I was watching TV and they were talking about Nostradamus and his predictions. They even went over a few I listed here and it was fucking terrifying for a 10-year-old. And then... Imagine being 10-year-old me watching one of your favorite TV shows. It's called That's Incredible. I went, I searched. It was a real thing. It wasn't something I made up in my head. And Fran Tarkington is telling you how all these things have come true. And then they talk about his prediction for the end of the world. And they show pictures. Mm -hmm. And you know, it looks like the world is ending. And then they read this. The year 1099, seven months. From the sky shall come a great king of terror. Shall be revived the great king of Anangium something. Before and after Mars shall reign as chance will have it. Okay, and did I mention it's like the 1980s-ish when I saw this? So I was terrified. Um, so and like I said, anything that ever came up on this guy, whether it was the Inquirer, whether it was the History Channel, I was like... I am not going to watch this. I don't know if it's because I it scares me thinking that I don't have any control over my own life. Yeah, that's probably it. It's some fucked up shit and whatever. But I will say here on this 100th episode of Oddity <laughs> Files, I have quashed this fear just like the Oddity Files journey has done for me so many other times. The world didn't end in 1999. We're all still here. And now looking at these predictions as a grown-ass adult who has seen some shit, yeah, they could fit. But they could also not fit. Am I discounting this man and his predictions? I mean, I love an astrologer as much as the next guy. But what I figured out is it's people in the here and now searching for some shit storm. So they pull out a book written by a man in the 1500s people the 1500s and what the fuck was i so afraid of that everything's all laid out and like i said earlier it's just i had a lack of i don't like having a lack of control nick you've known me for a long time and i'm a fucking control freak (laughs) (laughs) we all are to some degree yes yes so this girl buys more into the doctor who philosophy who traveled time and was able to change the things he needed to change than I am the Nostradamus predictions. My sources were the Wikipedia, Business Insider, the Washington Post, and that one episode of That's Incredible that scared the shit out of me 40 fucking years ago. (laughs) Can this be a note to broadcast responsibly, people? Okay, I'm done. Stepping off my soapbox. (laughs) You know, it's so true. I mean, I had the 2012 thing, you know, when uh, that crazy guy that that was like, I predicted it. It's the second coming. Everyone's going to die. He's a non-believer. And 2012 is crazy. I mean, I I remember that. And that that scared the shit out of me in like 2008. I was like, holy shit, we're all going to die. Like, this is it. Yeah. Uh, And it is that fear of like, I can't control this if it happens. But again, it's like if you put 6,000 things in a book. That's just a bunch of mumbo jumbo. Something's going to add up. (laughs) Someone's going to plug it together somewhere. And I think now more than ever with the internet, it's like someone's like, oh, someone said at this point they're a genius. It's like, no, they just made a lucky guess based on 
stuff uh, and you are saying that they like it's it's not very hard to predict how things are gonna go like no if you could have asked me in March how 2020 was gonna go I've been I've been saying it since the second week of March that this was what things are gonna look like uh pandemic wise and it's just like it's because you you get to a point where you you look around and you're like oh so this is what life is like I get it and then you just make yeah. your guesses. And if you're right, you're yeah. right. You're wrong, you're wrong. No one's going to fault you for saying, like, ah, this might happen. Um, oh, I thought it was all just a bunch of shit till I was, you know, working. And I went to give somebody a hug. And they're like, no, you can get this by handshake or hug. <laughs> and I, like, oh, I'm like, oh, I should probably do some research. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny, like, talking about the Nostradamus thing because I think it is so relevant where, like, with what's happening right now, and I'll never forget going into work and uh, things were happening and, like, just a few cases hit here and I remember looking around and talking to some people in the office and I was like, guys, this is this is gonna, this is gonna get serious. We're, we're probably gonna be working from home soon. And they're like, no, no, really? no, 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 no. Not gonna happen. The next day, Pack your stuff up. You're working from home. And here we are. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so, I had to fly home after finding out how bad this was. Thank God it didn't hit me until I, because this bitch would have lost her fucking mind. I'm not going to lie. Sitting in there, I'd, I'd be like, I can't do this. I can't do it. I got to go. I got to walk home. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So timing was right for me to learn the right parts of the right things for this whole thing. But yeah, I mean, you are the next Nostradamus, sir. Boom! Is what has just happened? Here it is. <laughs> I think everyone, everyone is the next Nostradamus. I think every single person yeah. has predicted, like, man, my friend Sarah's going to get blackout drunk tonight, and then guess what? Sarah gets blackout well, drunk. Like <laughs> well, yeah. Who fucking knows? But I'm not scared of him anymore. And I will watch all the specials on the History Channel about Nostradamus because Oddity Files has gotten me over so many fears at this point. So yay. Not only just the weird lake that killed all the people and my fucked up anxiety. Thanks, Oddity Files. (laughs) Episode 100. You never know what's going to happen. Anything's possible. Never. Pure in fears. We should make a prediction for episode 200. Hmm. Um, we'll still be under quarantine. A <laughs> <laughs> hundred weeks. I mean, if you think about it, like, yeah, it's not too far off. I would say, no. I don't know. What is the, we should make hundredth episode predictions. I feel like we have to. Um, we should. By episode um. 200. I don't know. I will have more wrinkles, that's a fact, or less, because maybe, who knows, what kind of Botox comes out by then. <laughs> We're both going to have mythical monster uh, coach matching coach bags by episode 100. I can get behind that prediction, sir. Done. We just got to, like, alter it. Um, there willeth be two <laughs> f- f- Gentile humans with... Matching satchels, satchels with of, straps, with straps <laughs> and monsters. <laughs> yes, there it is. The, there it is. Somebody put that on a T-shirt. Predicted, predicted. Thank there you. There in it will be <laughs> fancy language. <laughs> <laughs>
I am super excited about our latest podcast partner, which is Bones Coffee Company. Coffee isn't just a drink that wakes you up in the morning. It's an experience. When you brew a pot of Bones Coffee Company coffee, they want you to have the best experience you've ever had. They only roast carefully selected beans to perfection in small batches to ensure that you get the freshest coffee delivered straight to your door. The care given to each of those small batches is evidenced through the rich, full-bodied, and exceptionally smooth taste you'll get out of every cup of Bones Coffee Company you drink. You guys, this is amazing. First and foremost, I love coffee. I love wine and I love bourbon, but I love coffee. So check it out and help out the podcast. Go to tinyurl.com slash Bones Coffee. Get your coffee fix and help out your favorite podcast. We appreciate you. Extra, extra, read all about it. Okay, so that was lame. But we have a new merch store, my friends. Head on over to tpublic.com dot com slash stores slash oddity dash files guys we've got everything there we're still adding more the prices are much more cost effective there and the store is so easy to navigate what are you waiting for head on over to tpublic.com slash stores slash oddity dash files get your merch on Okay, you may have heard or may not have heard, but our newest podcast partner is freaking Chewy, guys. I know, we we talk about our pets all the time, and we kind of love our pets a little too much, just like you guys. But we're always looking for ways to save money in these current financial times. Chewy's it. Type in tinyurl.com slash OFChewy, you can help support the podcast. I personally get both our dog's food and our dog's treats and a couple other things sent on a monthly basis directly from Chewy with their subscription service. So please check it out. Please help us out by subscribing to all of your Chewy goods at tinyurl.com slash OF Chewy. My dogs will thank you. Oh my good lord. Holy oh, tell shit. me a story. Good lord, look at us. Look at us hitting an hour already. <laughs> no fucking way, Nick. I love it. Oh my god. Getting it, getting here it. I thought we were rushing through this. I'm nope. so sorry, people. <laughs> my story's short, uh, which is real oh good. So I thought mine was. Well, you can't bring up Nostradamus and not have tons of dialogue. We, I mean, we could have made it a whole episode. <laughs> it is us. Yeah, I should it, have known better. Absolutely. Um, cool. So this one comes from this is this is another one. There is not. It's like uh, last week. I don't know. When, whenever I told a story and said that, sometimes reading someone else's story is the best. Um, th- there's very limited information on this, but okay. what I found this particular article on this particular website. I thought, this is the one. Um, This comes from Ripley's.com, as in Ripley's Believe It or Not. 
They have some great stories. They have an amazing... And the fact that this was a story I wanted to do, uh, I couldn't really find enough deep information. And then this article, uh, this story was written end of last year. So I was like, sweet. Oh, great. I'm yeah. going straight to Ripley's. So here we go. It's like it was written for you. It was. It was. <laughs> We all love a good spooky story, and nothing quite hits the spot like the tragic tale of a ghost ship. There's just Ooh. something about these mighty yet small and vulnerable vessels adrift on a boundless ocean. The chilling story of the SS Oorang Medin, Med, Medin, Medin, I don't know. Sure. Sure. Is as fanciful as Blackbeard's headless body supposedly swimming around his ship before sinking beneath the depths. Despite the intrigue, it's a mystery that's gone unsolved to this day. As in November 2019, still unsolved completely. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, this seemingly impossible event is said to have taken place in the 1940s. The precise year tends to vary from source to source. According to the story, the SS Oorang, a Dutch vessel, was passing through the Strait of Malacca, when it ran afoul of a mysterious tragedy. Nearby ships reported receiving a horrifying distress call, uh, and the call went a little something like this. All officers, including Captain, dead, lying in chart room and on bridge, probably whole crew, dead. Oh, that's terrifying. Uh-huh. Then there was an unintelligible frenzy of Morse code. The radio operator had the final word, I die. Scary shit. Yeah, it is. Scary. Rescuers who boarded the vessel, it said, found the stricken ship just as described. The crew was indeed dead, their bodies strewn across the decks. Not only that, but they were found teeth bared with their upturned faces to the sun, staring as if in fear. Oh. Even the ship's dog was dead, frozen in this ghastly state. <gasps> Not the puppy! Mid-growl at an, at an assailant or horror unknown. That's just the start of the mystery of the Oorang Medin. Medin, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. Reports go on to suggest that shortly after the ship was boarded, a fire broke out in its bowels, forcing those who had arrived to this grisly table, tableau, tabla, mm -hmm. to evacuate. Yeah. <laughs> Shortly after they did, the ship exploded with such force that it was lifted out of the ocean before quickly sinking without a trace. Naturally. Wait, what? <laughs> the ship was lifted up. Oh, yeah. wow. Go on. A fire was so insane that they tried to evacuate and then they did evacuate and the ship exploded, which is, it's just crazy. Uh... Naturally, this leaves us with not one, but two incredible mysteries to ponder. What caused the mass demise of the Oorang's crew? And what caused the subsequent explosion? We're getting ahead of ourselves, though, because there's one more thing to consider. Officially, the ship may have never even existed. Get the fuck out right now. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> um... The famous story leads to all kinds of dead ends. Most notably, there's no mention of the SS Oorang's registration in Lloyd's shipping registers, nor has any official recording of the bizarre incident on board been discovered. The reason the precise date of the event has been so difficult to pinpoint is that newspaper reports tell various versions of the story across a period of time, each adding and embellishing details along the way. 
Nevertheless, believers swear that this impossible, fantastical tale is absolutely true. It's said that the ship's registry wasn't found because it was actually registered in Sumatra. The vessel's name translates to man from Medan. <laughs> I'm going to get it wrong every time. Medan <laughs> being a Sumatran island. More than that, Professor Theodore Searsdorfer, a, Germ- a German researcher who has been... Sucks to be him. It does. <laughs> 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 a German researcher who has been poring over the fascinating case for around half a century discovered an er- old German publication from 1953 entitled Das Totenschiffen der Sudsee, or the well death. Done. Thank you. The death ship in the South Seas. This little booklet, courtesy of now deceased scholar Otto Milk, is believed by some to offer evidence that the ship was real as was its tragic fate. It offers an intriguing possibility as to the cause of the explosion that sent the Orang to the depths. I'm going to have to say this German shit again. Das Totenschiffen der Sudsee suggests that potassium cyanide and nitroglycerin were stored in the ship's hold. If so, this could certainly explain the vessel's sudden accidental destruction, as well as the nebulous nature of any records connected to the ship and the incident. In the tense international climate at the close of World War II, these were super sensitive materials to be transporting and would spark quite an incident should they be used carelessly. No shit. Yeah, well. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> big per- bada boom. Big, big bada boom. Perhaps the details of the SS Urang are so difficult to find because no one wants them to be all this time later. Mm. As for the unfortunate crew, various possibilities arise. A pirate attack certainly wouldn't be out of the question, but most accounts claim that the bodies were largely unwounded. The circumstances hint towards a release of dangerous gases, another volatile and controversial yet familiar cargo in the international climate. But the possibility of a supernatural or otherworldly incident has been raised, and that's impossible to verify. There are so many loose ends here. (laughs) True that. (laughs) There are so many loose ends here. But one thing is for certain, this case is one of the most fascinating and nautical history. And much like Jack the Ripper's identity and countless other unsolved mysteries, it's precisely impossible nature that continues to capture our imaginations. Oh my gosh. That's insane. I have a slight underlying obsession with ghost ships. Every time I see something on them, I have to know more. They're kind of amazing. <laughs> It's super fascinating. I mean, it's it's such a quick little story, and there's just not enough information. Mm-hmm. But there's also not enough people talking about it, which is kind of interesting in its own right as well. Right. But uh, it's just it's it's so interesting because I think I think this is a big deal. I think if a yeah. ship if there is proof and evidence of you finding multiple bodies, like looking terrified dead with their eyes open and mouths open like shocked that's not gas i don't think it is no there's no they would just slump over if it was gas yeah so it feels like this is worth investigating but again i i love this story so much because it brings us back to like many episodes ago when we talked about the idea of like would they want to try to find answers because they wouldn't like what they found so they just say 
they died and we're going to leave it alone. And that's it. I wonder how often that actually happens. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like anytime you bring something like this up, when, what year did you say it was again? I'm sorry. It was 19, the 1940s. So this is like relatively. That's not that long ago. Not at all. Not at all. Less than 100 years ago. Yeah. It's. They could totally still look into this. Yeah, it's um, it's just crazy, and and the fact that this article came out on Ripley's in, in two thousand November two thousand nineteen, there's still some curiosity about it. But again, it's like I I think that it was a turn the blind eye. Like guys, we need to get the fuck out of here. This is this is bad. Yeah, absolutely. I really am. I you know what? I got your back on this one. Let's Thank go you. with that because I feel like like I said, it happens more often than not. Any specific cases are not coming to mind right this moment. I wish I was the type of girl that could be just like, and this, and this, and this, and this. They're all, the-. you know what, I'm, I'm not, though. Yeah. So two days from now, I'm going to text you, and here's what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, and, and there is. I, I think a lot of people aren't aren't really talking about just ghost ships as a whole. So it's, besides that really shitty movie. Um, so it's yeah, really. It's so it's, bad. It's so interesting, but again, this came from Ripley's.com. Uh, this this story specifically was written by Chris Littlechild, and it's very well done, very well broken down, and just sort of gives you everything without with without taking you on a wild goose chase. So we know the facts, yeah. We know what's there. The rest is just up to us because there's no other information. Like they died, yeah. they were found. That's it. Period. End of discussion. Yep. Yep. So. Somebody out there has to know more, and you should reach out, oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. Let us break the case, people. I'd like that. I'd- <laughs> Dude, you have no idea how much I would like that. Oh, okay. I did get a story. Remember oh, last, I've been bitching about the fact that we've got no stories. Uh-huh. But one, we're running long. Two... It's literally the last story, so I'm not going to read it. Mm -hmm. So, everyone listening right now, fucking please send us your paranormal stories with a beginning, middle, and end. We need them. It's one of my favorite parts of these episodes is listening to the listener stories. What about you, Nick? Uh, 100% same. I love it. I love it, and I love commentary, you know, providing commentary to these stories, and also... Putting a name, putting a face to these stories. I love searching you on the Facebooks afterwards, and yeah, seeing you in the absolutely. Group. So you, you know, we're talking about you right now. We know you have a story, mm-hmm. and we know that you want to share it with us. So do that. Type it all up. Send it to oddityfilescrew at gmail Give it a witty subject, or don't. Just say paranormal story. But we need you guys. This is a plea. This is. Me and Nick begging you to send us your paranormal stories. It's spooky season. It could even be, you know what, my brother's friend, this happened to them. Write it up. Send it over. We don't have to have names. I can say it was sent in by Anonymous. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to get all Nick Stradamus on you in a second. Here here we go. Here we go. We're going to have three stories next week. Oh, look at you. Submitted. Okay. Oh, submitted. At least three. ready to roll. Yep. At least three. That's my prediction. 
I believe you, Nick. Let's 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 check this real quick. Maybe. Oh shit. Everything points to no. Oh, oh shit. I, I gotta, trust why, you before I trust Mr. Predicto. Why you gotta do me like that, Mr. Predicto? <laughs> Too bad Mr. Predicto's talking shit to me right now. Yeah, he's you know what? He's he's on the naughty list right now. We're gonna Man, put him away. And on mm-hmm. that note, we're going to wish you guys the most fucking awesome weekend ever. I feel like oh, I have yeah. not cussed enough in this episode. Um, yeah, and we appreciate you guys so much. So please tell a friend or two or 3,000, you know, ho- however many friends you have. I have Nick and I have Heather and I have a couple other people, but <laughs> that's all I have. So I'm counting on you guys. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, I only have like two friends. Uh, also, yeah. it's spooky season, so if you have any horror movies you want to recommend, just slide into my or Kitsy DM, Kitsy's DMs yeah. and tell us what to watch, because I need some stuff to watch. I, I, I am, Nick, you should watch The Binding. I will. On Netflix. As long as It was actually beautifully good. shot. Okay. It was beautifully shot. It was, the, I, I mean, I'm assuming they were great actors. They weren't speaking my language and their mouths were off from what I was hearing. So, as long I, I take your word. I was told to watch Happy Death Day and I did last night and I did not enjoy it, uh, unfortunately. So, I'm the first take, one? Yes. Oh, I loved it. I like the last so 30 minutes. Don't watch my movie. I like the last 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you watch the, the, the babysitter one on Netflix that had Robbie Amell in it and that hot ass bomb ass chick. I love Samara Weaving. I did watch the first one. I didn't watch the second one though, but I liked the first one. I it was fun and I love her. She's not in the second one enough. That's all I'm gonna say about it. It was yeah. still fun. Yeah. yeah, she's she's great. Uh, I, I big fan. Big is she the fan. chick from Ready or Not? Yes, yeah, she is. I, oh my god I would do dirty naughty things to her there I said it wow she's hot okay she's the best she's in a movie with Steven Young too really yeah called um, oh shit shit it's them in an office and like ev- all the people all the workers in the office are like kind of like rage zombies <laughs> and it's very funny but also really badass uh, oh, okay Oh my she god. plays a good badass. She does mayhem. I would totally give her that. Mayhem, mayhem is what it's called. Yes. Gotcha. Very very good. Not the all-state mayhem guy from the TV show Oz from HBO. That's all I see every time I see him as mayhem is Oz. <laughs> okay, let's let these people get back to their day, Nick. We've been holding them hostage for over an hour at this I know. point. You guys, weird is the new cool. Ghost on. Bye, everybody. Thank you for for Thank sticking around. <laughs> oddity files is part of the just what i needed network we hope we're just what you needed the podcast is brought to you by the oddity files tv show have you heard of it have you watched it head on over to amazon prime video and check out oddity files a three-season investigative paranormal show music provided by james grice please support us via patreon patreon.com slash oddity files give a little give a lot it helps support the podcast and we appreciate our producers donald blanchflower doug malden lock and ryan hoke 
We have a merch store. Can't get enough of Oddity Files? Wear us on your body. tpublic.com slash stores slash oddity dash files. Please support our partners. Every little bit helps. Rate, review, and subscribe, especially on Apple Podcasts. It's what helps us get the word out there. And you know, we can always use a new weirdo or two. Come hang out with us on our Facebook fan group. Just search Oddity Files fan group. All kinds of fun stuff. You can win things. You can read memes. You can buy cool shit. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate you more than you'll ever know. Okay. Go. I'm done. What are you still doing here? Just get out of here. God, I love Ferris Bueller. So guys, have you heard of paraboxmonthly.com? Get ready for this. It's kind of cool. Every box contains an amazing soft style paranormal t-shirt and a content card. These items also contain a hidden password. Okay, once discovered, it'll open up a new mystery online. How cool is that? If you can solve their challenge, you'll be entered into a monthly drawing for free merchandise. So cool. So here's all you need to do. You head to paraboxmonthly.com and add promo code oddityfiles. And you're set. Check it out. It's paraboxmonthly.com, promo code oddityfiles. Check it out.